Live from the planet Love Charm. Gang, gang. Thomas Game Podcast, episode 35. Frank Thomas. How you doing this evening, dear? I'm doing good. Ready to get this show started. Good. Okay. We, we, we got, you know, we got some guests. We're going to announce yeah, them in, in, in a second. Another couple joining us. I'm so another excited. married couple. And of course, before we get started, I'll go by the name DJ Realm Life. Just in case you miss it, you ain't here to me say it again. My name is DJ Realm Life. And here, my companion, my life partner, my buddy, my dog, my homie, the one and only. You know my name is just Tiffany. You know my name is just Tiffany. Y'all, these are buttons he's pushing. I, am not, <laughs> I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> I haven't said nothing. And the couple that we have here today. They're a married couple. And y'all go ahead and state your name. You got Marquito. You got your boy Tino. Uh, right. Marquino, Tito. Tino, Marquito. How y'all doing this evening? Good, good. All right, all right. Good, good. <laughs> Everybody out there listening, of course, you know what it is. Sign up for YouTube. It's your first time. Go ahead and hit the um subscribe button, hit the notification button. Once everything is posted, you will get a notification. Also, you can check us out on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, and other listening platforms as well. And before we get started really quickly, just want to just give a little quick recap of what happened last week. If you missed it, episode 34, get the F out. We uh, talked about the battle between Ken and Play. If you missed it, uh, check it out because we did post uh, a clip of last uh, week's podcast and kid from Kid and Play himself did respond back, which was uh very surprising. He did respond back, give him a shout out. Yeah, shout out to Kid. And uh, he made it clear that he won the battle between him and Play. I still say Play won. You're the only one that said Play won. What hey. y'all think, Marquita? You saw that movie, Tino? Y'all saw it? Which movie? House Party. <laughs> Oh yeah, I seen. I like the first one. After that, it, it, it I really like the the first one was my favorite one. Mine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely the best one. But he made it clear that he did win, and he actually uh, he liked the post, and he actually followed us. So again, shout out the shout out the kid. Hopefully, we hear from play. And also, before we get started, I want to send a rest in peace out to actress Natalie. Hope I'm saying her name correctly. Uh, Natalie Deselli. I hope I'm saying her name right. Uh, you may know her from the actress from Baps with Holly Berry, also with the TV show Eve with the rapper Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Set it all, Family Matters, How to Be a Player. She passed away the other day on Monday, to be exact, at the age of 53 to colon cancer. So we're gonna send our, our prayers and condolences to her family. You know, rest in paradise, mm-hmm. and you know, let all black people know that you know, get checked. You know, that's very important. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, the colon is a very serious thing, so we we urge all our black folks, men and women, to get that uh, checked out. Rest, again, rest in peace to her. So, all right, let's just get into it. All right, what we want to get started with first, lady. What are we doing? All right, so we first going. I want to bring up the um, conversation I posted on Instagram. What does what does it mean to be marriage material? And we're gonna ask our guests, and we're gonna ask we're gonna, the queen. We're gonna, we're gonna put y'all on the spot we're first. Gonna the, we're gonna ask the queen. We're gonna ask the queen first. Or do y'all wait? Y'all want me to share the responses because some people actually responded to it on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me hear it. They had some good stuff. I don't. I'm not gonna say no names and who said what. No, nah, we ain't gonna say no names. <laughs> somebody put. Somebody put. It means no ratchetness. Oh wow! <laughs> I agree with that. I mean. Fact. It just depends. Like everybody no. got their level of ratchetness. No ratchet. It, it keeps the relationship interesting. I get somebody <laughs> locked up. That's what they do. Right. What, what what else they said? Okay. Uh, I like this answer. Somebody put it means to be faithful. Okay, we could deal with that. That's, 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 a, that's, that's a good material. one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, loyalty. Yep. Um, good stuff. Right? Good stuff. And to be forgiving. That's a big one. Yeah, that's a good one too. Oh. That's, that's definitely a, <laughs> that's, a that's a hard one too. Those are good ones. So, 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 Queen, we want to ask you first. What is to you? What is marriage material? Honestly, I think for one, forgiving. You got to be forgiving. Absolutely. Um, 
you gotta know how to communicate because for us, honestly, we we having communication issues now mm. because I feel like communication. A lot of people, when they communicate, they communicate ready to respond rather than taking in what the other person is saying mm. and responding back and being like, you know what, I heard you say this, so this is what we can do to fix it. Rather than it being like a battle of, okay, no, you right. Okay, no, I'm wrong. Or, you know, and I think you have to be, I don't, I don't know what's the word for, but willing to, to change things up. Like I may have met you one way, you know, and, and you got to learn how to be different. Oh yeah. That's called growth. Yeah. In every aspect, like, you know, change it up, not just be the same person. You were when I met you, which same person when I met you could be different things, like you know. But that's but what I think. Change. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, feel like people change right. along the way anyway. Hopefully, uh, for the good. For now, the Queen, good. I gotta, I gotta play devil's advocate here. Now look at him. Hold on now, and then we Tino, gonna get, we gonna, in, we gonna, get, in, we gonna get, we gonna give Tino a chance to respond. Now, what if one would say that, hey, you knew how this person was when you when you married him. So that for. Oh, okay, so no, go ahead, go ahead, bro. No, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Just not because no lie, that's his favorite line to me. But babe, when I first met you, you knew I wasn't sensitive. You knew this is how I was when mm. when you met me. So I'm gonna let him answer. I don't. So <laughs> I, I think just to cover it all up. I mean, I'm not gonna go into details or anything like that. It's just one word that kind of clicks to me. It, it, I would say it's called growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. If your partner, if the person that you are with is making you grow as a person, um, that's considered marriage material. Um, we all go through our stages as in a baby, a child, a teen, a teen adult, an adult. But then when you get to your adult stage, you have your, how can I say, <clears throat> your adults that are living the life that are just exploring but then when you encounter somebody, they actually settle you down to where you're actually building a foundation. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. So the growth, the growth comes with that because as you evolve, you finally meet this one person that's making you do things different, making you want to like call her, text her, be with her, do things with her. Mm-hmm. So not only you're building a foundation, now you're actually building a home. Right. That's, that's actually good. I think what, what people need to understand is like, with marriage, there really is no book on it. There's no instructions. Mm-hmm. You kind of get an idea if you're blessed enough to have both of your parents present, mm-hmm. but you really don't get it until you actually in it. In the, right. Yeah. You know That's what I'm true. saying? Like, and every day you're going to learn something new about that person. Yeah. Like, just because you married on me, you know everything about me. I know everything about you. Right. You learn each other's, you know, their reactions. You learn their you know, what makes them tick, what makes them not tick. And you, you, you just got to work with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, what is marriage material to you? Let me ask you, ask my wife. Here. Um, definitely all those things. Um, I think, um, to go back to another question we had on a previous podcast, I think a lot of people have a miscon like one big misconception in marriage is that people do not argue or they're not going to be disappointed. <laughs> You know, you're not going to be disappointed in your spouse. There's going to come a time you're going to be disappointed, but it's about how you get over those disappointments, how you move past those disappointments. So um, I think marriage material will be someone who's understanding. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you have to be understanding. You have to be compromising. That's the big one. Yeah. The big C word. That. (laughs) Now, now let me, let me, let me piggyback off of that. And let me ask you a question. Talk to him. Now, what is like, like, okay, so the question is like, what is marriage material, right? Right. Now, do you experience the marriage material prior to the ring or after the ring? Ooh, Ooh that's on, a good question. That's a whole No, that's a good question. That's a good question. No, because at, it, honestly, it is because, so as you in a relationship, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you have limits, you're limited to certain things that you want to do. But then when you actually propose and you are what I really want in the rest of my life, does the difference of a ring make the marriage stronger or does it make you question what you thought your marriage material is? Let me ask you real quick. Explain when you say 
things are limited before you buy the ring. What do you mean by so, that? Hesitation, uh, rejection. You might get. You might think she's the woman of your life, and everything rolls out so perfect that you know you're like, you know, this is the one. Let me propose. But when you get on your knees, now when you get on your knees, it's like okay. The real now, person show me, up. <laughs> yeah, like, do I see the real reaction? Like, okay, me coming home at two in the club, two in the morning from the club with my homeboys. Am I going to get the same reaction? that I got prior to me giving you the ring or is it going to change after the ring? I think the real question is, are the expectations going to change after the ring? Mm, Because you should, you should be the same person. Like before you get married, you should be the the same person. Like you Mm -hmm. have to naturally be a good woman. You have to naturally be a good man. You know, you have to show them reasons why you want them to marry you or propose or whatever. Now, after you get the ring, I think there should be, expectations because you can't do the same thing you did before yeah like if you are someone not to say you can't have fun you can have your fun but i think once you get married you can't you can't just go out a single life yeah you can't have a single life mentality you can't go out and you know be out two three in the morning and don't call your spouse back thinking it's okay not let them know where you are how you how you doing like those expectations don't change but if you were doing that before what makes it different now? You're married. All right. <laughs> That's the thing. Like so, even, that, that, that goes back to what he said. When I, I met you, I was, how I was. You knew this is what the lifestyle was. I live. I, you know, hmm. one of my one of my um girlfriends, oh my God, we was just having this conversation and she brought something similar. She brought up that point. Not that example in particular, but she was telling me, you know, even though her boyfriend at the time was doing xyz i don't really want to say what it is once Uh they got married she was like you shouldn't be doing those things and i was like well those are conversations you should have had with him before marriage yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so you see those those behaviors like that's something that should stop when you get married like like if you're if we're talking about okay he he chooses food while you know his mouth open or (laughs) He leaves his shoes. He leaves his shoes by the door. Or he throws his clothes. Like when he come in the house, he, th- he just takes his clothes off. That how he's been for a long time. That's not going to change right away. And those are very minute. But yeah. we're talking about like doing other stuff that right. single people do. That has to stop when you get married. But not completely. Think, I don't think it should stop completely. I just feel like you got to be respectful of your of your home and your wife. So if mm-hmm. your wife or your husband or whatever is out there doing something that you don't like, mm-hmm. you have to take into consideration of their feelings once you're married. Right. So that that means if you're out, you, you really shouldn't be out two, three in the morning and then you don't call your spouse and say, hey, I'm here, I'm there or whatever. Like that kind of stuff. I feel like once you even though you was doing it before you got married, right. you got to be considerate of your spouse. And mm-hmm. you, you, that right. can't be something that you do all the time. Right, you can't live that single life. Yeah, you can't you can't live that single life? I mean, it yeah, was but fun. you see, but you see how you kept mentioning after you're married, right? But shouldn't that happen before you get married? Yeah, though? yeah. that's what I was saying. It definitely should be a conversation absolutely. before marriage. Absolutely, that would be considered like the growth of you know making things change in your life, where it's just like, okay, cool, this this woman or this gentleman that I've encountered has made me done things that I thought I'd never do. Like me, for example, <clears throat> I used to be the guy Uh-oh. in the hood in Franklin, two, three o'clock in the morning with a bottle of Two, three o'clock in the morning, drinking Hennessy, jamming to some music, and just hanging out. Where now in the sense where I got married is like, the streets ain't even for me no more. Especially right. I got a woman next to my side that made me grow. It just comes to the perspective where it's like, okay, this is what makes me want to marry you. The other stuff, you can get that from anybody else, though, to be honest with you. You can get the cooking. You can get the coming home and getting a massage. You can, cook, yeah. you, can, you can actually get the come home and get rubbed down, and you go about your business four hours later. Right. You can get that. Right. But the thing about it is, though, is the growth of the feelings and the, the urge to actually want to do more and become better. And then... I think that's when you evolve to an actual man, right. because you're not only you're not a you're not like a an adult no more. You're a man. You're considered a man now because oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like those things have made you evolve and become better. And I think 
that's why a lot of things happen where, um, you know, the crazy thing that, that, that that's going to, I'm going to say now might hit a nerve on certain people, but that's sure? what causes another woman to want your man. Like no woman wants a single man out here. They want somebody oh, yeah, who they are. Yeah, we yeah. say that all the time. A woman, a woman wants somebody that's either taken or wanted by other because women. Because they want what she has. Right. That's the thing. Exactly. They want what she has, they, but they don't know what it took for them to get to that point. And they want to see why this man is married. And they're going to test you. Oh, yeah. Temptation is real. But what I like what you just said a few seconds ago is I think a lot of men, some men, feel like if they got a talk to their woman or report to them they feel like they weak or they feel like they're being controlled but it, it's in the sense of you having respect for your partner mm-hmm. like that stuff that you should do you can't do no more because you're gonna have your spouse worried about you right right you know what i'm saying like he said like you said you was in the streets but now you with a woman that makes you think and wants to help you evolve right. you don't want to mm-hmm. do the same things you did i don't know how old you are but in your younger years. Oh, I'm 30, man. I ain't afraid to say <laughs> Oh, okay. No, no, I, ain't, I didn't know how old you was. <laughs> yeah, I just turned 30 not too long ago okay. in October. Okay. And that and that's around the age when you start to change and evolve as a man. Like, the stuff that you yeah. did in your late teens and your 20s, once you meet that person, you're in your 30s now. That's when you're thinking bigger. You're thinking, okay, I can't do those little childish things that I used to do when I was younger. Like I have something yeah. to live for. I have people who really care and then people who I care about. Right. Mm-hmm. But even going back to the original question, I think even though, like he said, he used to be in the streets, he used to be hanging out. Mm-hmm. I would still consider you marriage material. If you showed you were interested in marriage and that's something that, cause every, I mean, to me, it, the, the, who you are in your character, in your actions, that's marriage material, not necessarily the things that you are doing. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that do make sense. So like basically what's behind them closed doors, not the facade right. that you're putting out for the public. Right. Right. Yeah, because right. yeah, a lot of people, street dudes out there who have one, you know, thing about them, but behind closed doors, they sweet as a teddy bear, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> they may be in the streets trying to provide for their family. Right. I mean, yeah, you, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. To each his own. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. ain't no judge. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shoot, to each his own. But that was a good one. So I really like that question, and I have another one. Uh oh. This one, I see a lot. I see a lot of people ask ask this. You know, the difference between having standards and unrealistic expectations. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. We gonna let the queen go first. <clears throat> Oh, <laughs> what do people? You had that one question too on the on the. I did. Yeah. So the example, yeah. So the example that I put was, if someone says, "I want a man or woman with perfect height, perfect body, perfect age, and making six figures," is that them having standards or unrealistic expectations? And before you answer, we're gonna the. The, the reason why this question came up, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this guy named Kevin Samuels. He's had a video that's uh, popped up uh, this week where he's basically talking to a young woman who is. I yes, and he is a, he's a coach, a life coach. Right. It was on the radio stations and everything like that, it's, I recall. It's everywhere. Like, I never heard of him until Monday, and he's talking to a 35-year-old woman who has a 13-year-old son, and you know, he asked her, what is she looking for in a man? And the first thing she says is uh, six figures. Of course. That was her first response. <laughs> her first answer. Yeah, that was her first response. Yeah, and, and I, she made it, she, that that made it a very powerful where it was, uh, he was kind of like bad-mouthing uh, the woman. You think he was bad-mouthing her? Um, so I, so personally, in my personal perspective of getting the, you know, cause you know, they broke down the summary. Yeah, they they did. didn't really bring down the whole story. Um, for um, my personal opinion, for one, the young lady was African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? And Caucasian people actually don't have the privilege like some Hispanics do, or even the African-Americans do. We don't have that privilege. Not at all. Like for example, my wife is African-American and I'm Hispanic. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I've never dated a Caucasian woman, never dated a Hispanic woman, even though I'm mm. Hispanic. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I ain't racist. But, racist against but, your own people. <laughs> so, so basically, what I, like, I just say he was bad mother because a woman has the the opportunity and she has the right to dream. If she wants a man with six figures, let her dream it. But that's just an expectation that she's expecting. But in reality, we all know that may not happen. Right. And I'm saying that may not happen. And but you never know what kind of blessing she could have. But that's, but that's what he was basically, but that's what he was basically telling her, though. No, he, he, he was made letting her, her feel so small. He called her average. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Not to say that he... I didn't see the whole thing, but my whole thing is with people, and even me, I had to realize, okay, you want a man with six figures, but do you make six figures? Right. She you did. You want a man that's perfect, but she did, okay. Yeah. Do you, some expectations we expect, we can't bring to the table. Right. Like, oh, yeah. you want a man that can buy you a Gucci bag. Can you buy your own Gucci bag? Like, mm. you have right. to meet them. You got to meet them halfway. Like, <clears throat> you know, with, with being, I think you got to have realistic Goals. Right. right. Seriously. I, I think I think I think he told the truth. I think the only thing that she messed up on, she didn't have any uh she didn't have any self esteem. Like her self esteem was low. You should never you, you should this is the thing. This is the thing. You should as a as a woman, you should never let a man tell you you're not whatever you think you are. Like for him to say for him to say, Don't say you're a seven, if she had the self esteem she be like, you can't tell me what I, what to right. think. That's the thing. That's a that's he the only thing. He wasn't talking to the right woman. He should have talked to one that that knows her worth and her confidence. Because when he even asked her, "What do you bring to the table?" She had no really she good answer. Had no answer. Yeah. And then he said, on a scale of one to ten, how do you rate yourself? She said a five when I wake up, but a six when I put on makeup. Really? But the first thing he but he said was, "Don't say a seven because that's the average answer that everyone says." But right. if she had that self confidence, she she should have been like. You can't tell me how to feel with what I am. Right. And he's talking about right. and that's what attracts those right. go, those expectations that you have. Like right. if you want a six figure man, you gotta come correct. Right. Not just making six figures. You gotta come confident. You gotta come, you know, independent as well. Like my whole thing has always been with Tino and I hate to say it, but I'm gonna say it. Oh, I don't need you for nothing. I love you, but if you leave me, baby, I'm gonna be all right. But mm. that's just how I was raised. Like, I don't want nobody to feel like I need them, if right. that makes sense. Like, right. I love you, Lord knows, I'm, you know, I, I don't want us to end, but I also don't want nobody to feel like I need them, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. if you leave, I'm going to cry, Lord knows, I'm going to mm-hmm. cry, I'm going to, you know, go through it or whatever, but I'm going to be all right. And I feel like that's another thing with expectations, too. A lot of women, unfortunately, are very dependent, yeah. you know, like, and, and, that could be a strain. That can be a turn off to some men. Some men like them actually not dependent or independent or some men like women that depend on them. So I guess it, it, it all depends. Like I said, it boils down to having realistic goals and expectations and, and standards. But there's nothing wrong with having them. Just got to be, realistic. you know. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what he was trying to get her to see, too. Yeah, he he he. he, he didn't say it right. I just think he found her at at her weakest point. Yeah, he let, 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 let's <laughs> just say this. He, let let me tell you back. He 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 did her so wrong that he found her weakness and he took advantage of it. Now, if it was a different kind of woman, for example, a, somebody, somebody who's confident, hold their head up high, stand ten so strong. But that man would have been felt. He would have felt like crap after what he told her because but, the response right, that she would have gave him, the response that she would have gave him, would have made him been like, "Well, dang, okay, well, you know what? I apologize. I just figured by the way you responded to me." I figured that, you know, but also the way she responded, you don't know what she's been through. She's a single mother and you, who's to know what, uh, what kind of experience she had with her ex-husband. And to be honest with you, more money, more problems and money doesn't make you happy. Right. But the thing is, is that his fault that she has low self-esteem? No, no, he's saying he acted on her low self-esteem. Like but he took it, advantage of I it. I don't think he took advantage of her. I like think, she she had low self-esteem. He was just being honest and blunt. I think That's what if, I think. If it was a different woman, he would have got a different response and he had and he would have had a different approach. I don't I don't think I don't think he would have backed down. I think it, they would have bumped heads. Because but, let me tell you something. With any woman, I don't care how you look. If a man approach you and he makes six figures, 
how you look has nothing to do with if he wants to take you home or not. You can get him. I think him. it does. You can get him. Now, it's up to you to keep him, but you can get him. Because a man, when they make six figures, their attitude might change. Their character changes. And their taste changes as well. Their taste don't change. Yes, it does. Let me tell you something. Yes, it does. No two men are the same. No, no but, two they, men are but the they same. all not alike. So until you've been approached by one, experienced it, and seen it, you can't say what a six-figure man would do. You can you, see it. You can see it. You can see it, though. That's true, too. You see it. Like, let's let's be real. That woman, this this the only problem that I had, how he hung up the phone with her. That's the main problem that I had. <laughs> Just like other than that, her. other than that, he was speaking real. Like, we got to be honest with ourselves. You can look on TV. You can look on Instagram. A guy that's making six figures or more is not going for a woman like that. That's the point that he was they making. Will, they they, the they looking the like They looking like... IG models, Nicki Minaj, because a lot. Let's just be real, because a lot, of, a lot of these guys look. A lot of these guys that had that money, they probably was getting bullied and punked, and now they came up. They never got girls in their life, probably, right. and now they got money. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go get the girls that I wanted to talk to in high school. Right. I couldn't. They ain't pay me no so attention. Now I can get them. They can get but them. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry for cutting you, but no, go ahead. No, 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 now. Go ahead. But but now that you're saying he can go get that, that means he's using his money to buy that. So in reality, he's not really in love or finesse. He's actually just doing it because he has money. And then past past experience, he was unable to get a, a Serena Williams. So guess what he's gonna do? I, I made six figures, baby. I pull up in a Ferrari. Guess what you' gonna do? But hey, you want to go out to dinner with me? What's she gonna say? No. Right. She want to say, right. yeah, let's go. And, and, and that, it goes back to if you a person, another six figure woman that ain't gonna impress her. So she, I already got that. What well, you got to come right. with something different? Right. The guy that the guy that approaches the woman because he got six figures and do, doesn't have good intentions, he's not good either. He's mm -hmm. no different from the woman who said the first thing that came out of her mouth that she wants six figures. They're the same, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you, if she if she met somebody. And if he, and that that guy that answered that asked that question, if she says something different other than six figures, if she said, "I want a guy that treats me like a queen. I want a God fearing man. I want a man that's good with my kid with, with kids because I have a thirteen year old son." Right. The whole perception changes, but the first thing that come out of your mouth is because you have six figures. He has to have six figures. But a lot of people ask for that, and to me, you know, this is gonna rub some people the wrong way. I feel like if that's the first thing that you look for in a man, I feel like people who look for financial I'm not going to say financial stability, but people That's who make exactly six figures, I feel like they worked so hard to get it because they never had it. Oh, that, mm. That's you know cool. I mean? They've never experienced it. So that, you guys are, so, so you know what this kind of reminds me of? Um, the Tyler Perry movie with he, the girl that was painted oh, the office. Don't watch, uh, yeah, you don't, don't watch, watch Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry but movie, I so. do go ahead. Cause yeah, I know yeah, I good know. deeds. Good deeds. So, so it, it, it kind of falls in that same perspective. She wasn't making six figures. She, she was, was the making, janitor. She was a janitor. She was cleaning up the toilet, cleaning up after this man, but she brought something that he hasn't had in so many years in the wife that he had, which was Gabriel Union, which whatever the case may be. But if, if the man that makes six figures is living a life that he has, okay, cool, because he bought it. Now let's take away the six figures. Let's say in, in our life in reality, we don't make money. We just living off of, you know, we we got the food, we check got everything. Check the check. Everything check, the check. Like most of us live. Check the check. Yeah, like check the check. Would you consider yourself saying, okay, if you can't be like, oh, I want a man with six figures, what's your next step? Like, what 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 what's gonna attract you to a man? But that's what he was trying Happy to. Man? That's what he was trying to tell her. Like, okay, the the ratio of you meeting a guy with six figures is very small. What do you have to bring to the table? And she couldn't even and answer And she couldn't that. answer it. So I can't fault him for that. But the thing about <laughs> it is, I hate that question. I hate if you're dating someone or you're trying to get to know someone and you ask them, what do you bring to the table? What's yeah. your worth? It's not something that I can tell you. It's something that you have to see in me. It's my action. But no one's going to ask you that question. No, but I'm just saying, you, you know, saying? some people, you know, they were like, oh, I'm this kind of woman. I cook. I clean. I'm a good woman. I'm a supportive woman. Okay. So if you're all those things, it was understood don't need to be explained. yeah you'll never have that conversation that right. convert that con that that will come up by your like you said by, by your, actions. your actions you're not gonna go on the first date and be like okay so what do you bring to the table right. that's not no. gonna happen no one does that no so no. let me ask you a question do you act so as a, as a man yourself bro let me ask you this when you first had your first date with your wife at the moment 
did you ask yourself what is what can she bring to the table to you to make you a better man? No. As a person, a did you question. question yourself? That's a very good question, but at the first date, no. I'll just so, I'll so, just like this is this is the thing with us. No, no, no. I wouldn't say ask the the wife or the the, the spouse think that? That himself. Um, you know, like you go home, like for example, like the dude Desi uh, Desi Desi Banks, whatever. He does a lot of comedy skits where he just did yeah. one when he got the opportunity to go out with a date with a girl in high school and shit. Like, oh, I got a friend, and they they acting a donkey. But <laughs> in reality, you know. It, after that date or two or maybe after 10 days, did you ask yourself, am I growing with this person? Or like, what is she bringing to the table that I haven't seen? Or am I, is it something that she's bringing to the table that I haven't even tasted? Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's going to take time. Like you will never know that by the first date or by even the first 10, like the 10th day. Like mm -hmm. that has to be time. Like you have to continue to keep going out with that person, get to know the person. Like people who say, that you'll know when you marry somebody the first six months or a year or t even two years that they're, they're full of it. Like, it takes time to get to know somebody. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And then when you gradually know that person, you're like, okay, I see what this person brings to the table. I also mm -hmm. see how this person can elevate me or push me to be better. You're not mm -hmm. really looking for that in the first, like, first date or even the first couple of times. That's just, you, you're trying to get to know each other. Right. Like, it's, it's an, it'd be crazy for you to even come out your mouth <laughs> The first couple of dates, like trying to see what a person brings to the table, mm -hmm. like yeah. I, you're not, you're not realistically, you're not doing that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. When I met my wife, I was just trying to get to know her. That was it. And then with time, gradually kept going. Then, then you think about that, but yeah, not early mm -hmm. on, nah. <laughs> yeah, I think when you're dating, you kind of get to know, you you kind of get to know each other, what they like, what they don't like. Um, and as far as like with me and him, like it, it took time because we were both in a bad place. Kind of, I would say, right. <laughs> we were everybody. I mean, everybody don't been through their ups and downs or whatever. So we took things real slow. I don't know if I was going to say I was in a bad place. Not in a bad place, <laughs> but I was chilling. I wasn't looking for anything. I was right. It, it, we, we, you wasn't, but not in a bad, we came from something bad. Is yeah, what I mean. Yeah. To say. Yeah. That's true. We came from yeah. some, something bad and, it, it took time for us to get to know each other. I mean, hell, I felt like our first date was like three months. Three in. months. Yeah. <laughs> three months later. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I said I wasn't looking for nothing. My expectation wasn't high. I actually said, you know what? I'm going to try something different this time. We My didn't go God. out to three months later. Yeah, instead of like a week later. Yeah, like I didn't want to do the typical thing. I said, and let me we just take my time to get to know other. each other. And let yeah. me tell you something. Instagram almost broke us up. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something and it wasn't that it was other women or anything like that it was just stuff that he was putting on there and because we didn't go out three months later like I'm like okay this guy is celibate I'm not celibate. <laughs> you know he's putting this stuff on Instagram but he was joking but I didn't know that mm -hmm. so I'm um, like I asked him one day I'm like okay I'm gonna have to tell him because I don't know but those are conversations that you kind of have early on right true and you now, said about Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It wasn't even okay. So it was like a speed thing. So I met him in March of 2017. Okay, I, I got pregnant in June. So we honestly didn't even get to to. We basically had like a we had to speed everything up. Mm. So we was getting to know each other throughout my pregnancy. Wow. We were getting to know each other that first year that Sky was born because you know. Life happened. I don't know. I mean, and, and no, no, I got no, no. pregnant. Don't I'm even not, like that. But I'm just saying. Back in Alpha, we didn't. We didn't get to. We didn't have the luxury of of going through that because we were so busy in our hormones. You know, <laughs> whatever. And, and you know, and like you said earlier, Chip. I think you said you still, even though we're married, we're still getting to know each other. Right. We find out new stuff. You know, every day. Or every day. it's not a bad thing. It's just it's life. You you know everything. Yeah, it, it is so so in a sense to where the the topic is you know that she wanted a man with six figures as a as a gentleman myself at the time where i was standing that i met marquita i knew what, i kind of wanted more than what i experienced mm. um the the last relationship that i was in i was in it for like 
man, like four plus years. But it was like a learning obstacle for me. Like mm-hmm. it was certain things that I'd be like, oh, I want a woman that does this. But then she doesn't, I'd be like, nah, that ain't for me. Then I was like, I want this. Then I was like, nah, that ain't for me neither. Right. But then in reality, at the end of that whole trial, I was just like, this is what I want from a woman and this is what I'm going to get. And for some reason, my homeboy, so in the sense how I used to be is my homeboys come knocking, I'm getting dressed and we're going out. Mm. So they came knocking and we ended up at Rock Bar. And from then on there, it was just like, I made eye contact with her and then Mm. boom. It was like what I was love looking for. Like, Let me ask you. He's never dated outside of black girls, and I've never dated outside of black men. Mm. So for me, I was shocked. I'm like, Lord, what you doing? I don't even manage. What? <laughs> but sometimes was, you just got to go was, with it. Right, right. And, and and I remember I was with my dad. That's not saying what my parents feel. And I don't know what conversation came up, but my dad was making a joke about. I wish one of my kids would bring home a Spanish boy. And I'm like, oh, hell. We might have to throw this back <laughs> But surprisingly, he loves him and, and, you know, everything worked out. But I just feel like, um, to piggyback off of what you said, um, with expectations, going through certain things um, lets you know what you don't want. Exactly. Like, I don't want to do this, so now I know my next person, this is not what I want. Or... You thought you wanted it. Maybe you do want it, but the person who you were trying to get it from wasn't get. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't right. giving it to you how you thought it was supposed to be. And that's all. Exactly. It, that's all it is. When you look back right. at your relationships, your old relationships, you you have to take something from it. What you mm-hmm. learn and what you learned about yourself. You right. know what I mean? It's it's in timing to me. I don't like when people put a time on when they mm-hmm. should do things. You just gotta let it flow, and if it feels right to you. To hell with everybody else. You just got yeah. to go with how it feels to you and let that shit. I mean, sorry, let well, that happen organically. <laughs> let that happen organically. Because if you try to keep up with everybody else and, and social media and you know yeah. pleasing, you you will be crazy. Because half the people that you follow on old relationship goals and you don't know what they go through. Like a lot of people now recently getting abused. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, everybody you will not this, know. You will not yeah. know. And let me tell you something. My husband always said, I love, I don't know where he get this from. He probably saw it on social media, but wow. he always says, I can't come up with myself. Nobody's really. <laughs> why the man can't be, why the man you can't be sipping on some cognac and be like, he you know what? He could have, cause he did stuff like, like wow. You know what I'm saying? He could have. But after he said it, I started seeing the memes and stuff. But anyway, he said, what I said. he always says this and I, this is like the perfect quote. Nobody's relationship is my relationship goal. Mm-hmm. You know, he Bad. said that years ago. Years ago. I'm just saying, blessings. You know what I'm saying? Lessons from God, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it. it's like it's like this, man. Every, every, everybody, everybody's journey is different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you have to go on the journey that you have to listen. Right. And and look, for the, lot, and look for the signs that God Puts in front of you, you know what I'm saying? He gonna put them out there, even when you not asking for. He gonna put it there, and you have to follow and listen to, but, to that journey. But you commit your blessing though, but you commit your blessing though, right? If you don't listen, oh, yeah. <laughs> not not even about listening. If you don't pay attention for the mind. So here's my thing: a, a, a lot of people, what happens in relationships, they're always focusing on the big things. They they focus on let let's say the lifestyle of yeah. let's say in the club or whatever. He popping bottles. He throwing money. Oh, I like that. Oh, he got on a gold chain. He got on. He got. He got Cubaling. They they're attached to that big object yeah. compared to the gentleman that's standing right next to them and being like, "Hey, listen, I want to take you out on a date. Oh, well, you ain't got this, so I ain't. You know, I or, or you ain't got the chains and you ain't got the money. I'm not finna talk to you. But that would have been your blessing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And no, and those, people, and those people like that to be by themselves because they're just focused invisible. on material. They'll be by themselves, invisible right. all day. Right. But then you see how you said nobody's relationship is your relationship. What's wrong with social media nowadays? Like, like you know, social media. To be honest with you, I, I, me prior or uh, owning a business is it's great advertisement. I mean, social yeah. media is the number one 
Billboard, moving billboard, you can have worldwide and you don't have to pay for it. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's, you the, know that's the best thing I mean, about it. It takes you so far, but then it also portrays the reality of life where you got women that are staying in Section A saying, Oh, I want a man with six figures. But baby, you ain't even, <laughs> you not even, Listen. you feel me? You're not even in that level. And, and, and you know, when, when it comes down to the young lady that was on the radio, yeah, she says she wants a man with six figures, but we don't know what she went through. We don't know what kind of headache she's been through the last 13 years having her child. Maybe she lost her job. Maybe she was dealing with uh, somebody who had six figures. Yeah, and you know what? You Honestly, know? I think that's the point she was trying to get to. She just couldn't put it into words because she right. said she dated average guys. She dated guys who made less, and it didn't work out. She said they mm-hmm. wanted to be... Um, she said they wanted more from her. They wanted her money. And she mm-hmm. felt like their mindset is different. Like, and, and it's true. People who have money and people who don't have money, their mindset is different. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that the person who doesn't make money can't get to that. Right. You just got to be willing to work with that person. And you got to be able to understand that that person may have the potential to make six figures. Yeah, the thing was, she just sounded like she was ready to change somebody and... If that person's not willing to change within himself, he's not going to yeah, change regardless change of how anybody. much you make. You know yeah, what I mean? So because somebody making six figures can treat you like crap. That's and that's what's going. That's what happens a lot because they got all the money. They feel like they get any woman they want. Right. So it'll make you want to re, you know, rethink your priorities. Right. right. You're not gonna want that man with six figures. You're gonna you're gonna want that man that respects you. Now, Tino, mm-hmm. let me ask you, what made you pop the question? And two part question. Did you feel any pressure? If you did, explain because they don't understand. Explain, please. Did, did I feel? What was the second one? Did I feel any pressure? Did you any feel? Pressure? Did you feel any pressure when you had to propose? So, so, so to be very open with you, um, she set a standard where she mm. says you got three years. Woo! Don't do that. And, and, so and, pressure, don't do that. pressure, pressure. No, 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 no. I wouldn't consider. I don't. I don't consider it pressure because it happened after we had Sky. Now, if we would have never had Sky in the oven, then I don't think it would have been that type of standard. It would have been like, oh, okay, we're just going with the flow. If this is meant to be, it's going to be meant to be. But in reality, it was meant to be. So once we had Sky, she was like, nigga, you got three years. After three years, if you don't pop this question, uh, ain't no need to be together. Mm. So and, do you, you consider that pressure, Tino, or do you consider that this is what she wants. She's letting you know what she wants. Now it's up to you to make a decision. No, it wasn't pressure. It was it was my opportunity to close a chapter that I had open and okay. start a new beginning as a as a grown man. Oh, and so that's something that you wanted. Was your yeah, there ain't no pressure. There ain't no pressure. That ain't no pressure now because because like I, I mentioned earlier, that's growth. Yeah. Because if you don't have nobody push, like okay, for example, our mama. Our mamas are always going to spoil us. I don't care if she, oh, yeah. if you the daughter or the <laughs> yep. son. If you did something wrong, they're going to be like, what Marquita did? Uh, or if you come to, or if she goes to her mama, what Tino did? In a sense, because they don't see no fault in you. Right. But if there's another woman next to you holding you accountable for your growth, you it, it has to be you as a man to accept that and move forward. Because I could have been like, well... Good luck, cause I ain't popping no question in three years. But then, <laughs> what kind of? That would But then, bad. what kind of growth? But what kind of? Then, what kind of growth did I do? Right. I didn't. I mean, I'm wasting my time. My right. time is. I, mean, I I don't make money off my time, but my time is valuable in this earth. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Because exactly. you never know what one 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 could lead to the other. So no, it wasn't no pressure. So my- I mean, at first I was like, damn, bro, like three years. Yeah. But then I also asked the question. I was like. What does a paper with a stamp with another person's name as a as a as a what 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 you call them? You basically want to know what the ring going to change. What I mean, yeah. What's what's the what's the ring going to do? That that doesn't do nothing. It doesn't change me from treating you like my queen. It doesn't right. treat. It doesn't change me from uh, taking you out to dinner, loving you, caring you. It doesn't do nothing. It's just a piece of paper saying that you're married. 
Now to cut him off, too. This is oh, I'm about to get yeah, that was good. I, I like that. I was waiting on I was waiting on you too. I like that. I'm about to ask you a question. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Queen. What you gonna say? Okay, so my expectation and my standard is based on I was I'm lucky and blessed to have been living in a two parent household for as long as I can remember. I'm thirty. Well, I'll be thirty in February. I I've only known my mom and my dad right. as a marriage. Right. Versus him, unfortunately, it, it wasn't like that in his household. And I'm going to use uh, his brother, for example. He's been dating somebody and they've been together for like seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. But they don't have, you no. Know, she doesn't have a ring or anything like that. That's your your expectation. You know, you, you don't want a ring. But because I grew up around that, of course, that's what I'm that's going to want. That's all you that's know. All you that's know. all you see. Yeah. Right. right. So I think for him, that's why I was more of a hesitant, like, what is like, I know what marriage is, but... You know, I, 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 I'm not surrounded by that. Like, my brother is not married. My mom and my dad were not married. So, what? And my friends are not married. So, it's like, but for me, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be a baby mama for seven years. Mm. Right. I'm not, you know, that, that, that was my expectation. Like, nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. And, exactly. and, and, and your, there was nothing wrong with your expectations because right. you said you come from a two parent home. You mm-hmm. had a kid on the way. So, you didn't want to be a baby mama. So there's yeah. nothing wrong. Those are standard. realistic and standard expectations because right. you want a strong family. Right. So, yeah, there's and nothing wrong with that. What made me, and then to answer your first question that you told me, um, what made me pop the question yeah. was um, <laughs> the blessing that we received out of my daughter. Um, when I even questioned myself at the time, I'm like, what man doesn't want to be there for their seed no matter what? Me and the baby mama got going on, and we don't see eye to eye. That's cool, but me seeing Sky having the bond with her mother and having the bond with her two parents, I was like, you know what? I gotta make this official. I gotta, I have to make it to where it's like to death do us part, to old and gray, sicker, sicker, or in wealth, be good. I had to because it's for one, you're the mother of my child. Two, if I don't do this, another man could come get you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He could play. He could play stepdaddy, but it's gonna be a, a hell of a journey for him because I'm gonna make his life hell. But yeah. at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Let me just make it. Let Let's just make it official because I can't see myself with another woman. I, I can't wake up with another woman next to my side knowing I got a a whole daughter out there with her mother, and and I'm not gonna say, okay, my baby mama. Which don't get me wrong. Sometimes I hate it. He hates that. You know, he hates those, hate that it. terminology, baby mama, it. baby daddy. I, I, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's going to be considered, uh, you know, a baby mama, but you at least tried. I mean, if if the the work was there and you tried so hard, like, hey, look, after five years or whatever, we can't get along and we just can't do it. If you separate and you guys are considered friends still, best friends, all gravy with me. But... I just, I just couldn't be in that category. I couldn't have a baby mama. That's what's up. <laughs> I, I gotta have a wife. That's right, what's up. Right. That's I, what's up. I think you said it best. You couldn't mm-hmm. see yourself. That's how you know. We, we, it's a lot of talk as far as years and this and that and the third. I think people need to realize that the moment you know when you want to pop the questions and when you cannot see yourself without that person and you can't see mm-hmm. that person with someone else. That's how you that's know. That's what he said too. He was like, right. "I don't want nobody left." That's how you know when to pop the question. It's not years involved. It's not all this other stuff that they be talking about on TV. It's and, just and how it feels and and how your relationship's going. And if it feels right at that moment for you, yeah. But I mean, I'm not. I mean, I can't answer that. Yeah, question. no, you can't. Just just stop. So but, but, wait, no. So you asked him. So did you feel pressure to pop the question? You already know. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't feel no pressure. What gave you confidence to to ask that question? What what put it like this? What made him ask the question? What 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 changed? What changed in in your personal perspective to be like this is what I really want? Well, I'm, I'm gonna take it back. Like we said earlier, we both came from bad situations in the past, mm-hmm. so these things were brought up. But I really, at the time, was not ready. You remember, I used to always be like, used to mention it. Mm-hmm. I used to either curve it or I used to be like. But no, and that's the thing. From the very beginning, <laughs> when we used to date, when we dated, 
I asked, I think that was a question. Like, because he went through a bad uh, situation, I said, well, are, would you be open to marriage again? He just flat out said yes with no hesitation. I don't remember that. But you- me, <laughs> hold on. Hold on now. Let me, let me finish. So I either curved it or I used to always say we could do a love contract. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, I, that was he, my that answer. That was his favorite. Let's do favorite. a love contract. Love yes. contract. Let's do a yes. love contract. We ain't got to get married. Was that was like, my what thing. What is that? So, I, so what was the guidelines of the love contract? Listen. It was hilarious. We, could, like, we, could, just, we could just, you know, sign off that. We don't have to get married. We ain't got to go to the courthouse. And we could just leave with what we came in with. I know it was a bunch of BS, but I was just going to see if it was going to work. Of course it didn't. Right. But like... <laughs> Over and still, marriage was not kind of the thought. But you would see things and be like, you know what? I I could do it. You know what I'm saying? I could do it. And then when I mentioned it to you one time, I said, "No more love contracts." She bust out crying. You remember that? Well, we was in the dr. No, we wasn't nowhere near the dr yet. We, we was here, we was and here. I just said it because at that moment, I was like, you know what? No more love contracts. And you and you started crying. Aww. Still Aww. was not. I might have been drunk. I don't remember. But that. still, no, nah, you wasn't drunk. You wasn't I don't drunk. Remember that. Still was not. Still, only time I remember because I was so shocked when you did it because it was always understood that's what we wanted, but I just didn't know when or when he, when he was doing. Yeah, it. She, she would mention things, but I was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't putting no time on it. I didn't. I really didn't know when I was gonna do it. But then, as time go on, and then you. You know, like I said on our anniversary, uh, an engagement dinner. If you mm-hmm. keep looking back in the past, you're gonna you're gonna trip on the future. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I just let that go, and just took a leap leap of faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave that behind, and then, and you, you had that feeling like you don't want to see her with somebody else, and you don't want to be with nobody else. So that's when you know when it's time. Right. But it wasn't. That, it wasn't like how it wasn't easy. Thing was funny. I, I forgot was, about that. I, I didn't forget about it. It was straight love contract. We was gonna. I was gonna ride that out as long as I could. <laughs> but you see how funny that that sounds, right? Where out of the blue, you told her no more love contracts. So out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. In December. In December two thousand and nineteen, um, it was Christmas time, and I was I was at the mall. And she was like, "Oh, babe, I want some Aldos, some Tory Birds, and Ooh. and and some other things." She said she had one, and I can't recall. So I said, "All right, you know, doing the typical me, I'm like, all right, let's go shopping." So I go to the mall. I got I got the Tory Birds. I don't got I don't got the Aldos. I, I'm ready. To, I'm at, I'm at the other store now. I said, "You know what? What I am I doing?" I went got the Aldos first. Shut up. <laughs> I would got the Aldos. I would got that Tory. That Tory Burke stuff a lot. Go ahead. Listen. So, so I don't know. Listen, like out the blue in my mind, I was like, "Yo, what you doing?" Like I was talking to myself. Like it's like my spirit came out of me and said, "Hey, bro, like stop playing. Like, do what you got to do." Yeah. So I went and returned everything, and I ended up at Zell's. Ooh. And I bought the ring. I didn't even ask permission from my father yet. I didn't ask I didn't her mother. Either. I didn't do that. Either. I didn't do none of that yeah. until I actually just had the ring in my possession. Where I got home and I was like, "Pops, moms, can I have y'all blessing?" Mindful, she was in the bathroom, so she her ears were like, sound. She was listening to everything. She like, "What y'all talking about?" Her daddy was like, "Mind your business." <laughs> and then I, you know, I was like, "You know, can I have y'all blessing?" Mindful, I already had purchased the ring. So it was like, I'm going to do this regardless. So I had returned all her Christmas presents and I just went and bought the ring. And, you know, it came down to, to me getting a blessing that night. I was like, man, I hope these folks say, yeah, because uh, you don't know ain't, no re- ring. ain't no return. And, you know, they were they were just they were happy. And I mean, mom had the ring like two weeks, like the second week in December. I had purchased the ring. And she and never the ring said anything? Her mom? Yeah, she never said anything? Nah. Wow. I mean, it was the biggest secret ever. Like, wow. even to it was that, like... Yeah. Somebody would have slipped out of my Yeah, head. that would have that leaked out. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you know, I I, gave, I put up all the presents and then I just actually just bought the ring. And I mean, we didn't have no conversation about, oh, we need to get married soon or there was no pressure. It was nothing involved of being pressured. It was just... It was something just the right that just, time. 
That's yeah. how you do it. it. That's it what's up. And that's, and that's the best way to do it. No pressure. So you it. proposed on Christmas? Yeah. You're crazy. You're crazy. Why would you do that? <laughs> but wait, he he proposed on his birthday. Oh yeah. Oh, you're crazy. I took him. I'm over here. Listen, I planned this huge birthday trip because he's 40. Well, he's 40 plus, but he was turning 40. So I'm like, you know, I got to do something big for him. So I planned this big birthday trip to the DR. I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I'm about to get points for this. This is a big trip. He can't top this. He can't top this. Man, we get there and we're celebrating his birthday and he gets down on one knee. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He just started talking. I don't even remember the conversation, but I was just so surprised. I'm like, well, we're supposed to be celebrating you. And I'm like, he going to talk what I did. He did that good, though, because you would have never expected it. Like, this is your birthday. I I, I didn't. And then he said he had the ring for months. I had that for months, man. Wow. Yeah, I had that for months. Like, and even when I had it, I'm like, damn, when am I going to get this ring? Like, I still didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hit it. Uh-huh. Now you must have hit it good because you know yeah, I, I, I hit it. How you went through TSA? Yo, let me tell you about that. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question because this goes to part of pressure, proposing, and all this stuff. <laughs> so already came up with okay, I'm going to bring it on this on the, on this birthday trip. This is a good gesture, great gesture actually. So uh, me and my homeboy talked about it. He told me what to do. We get to the airport. They stopped me. Well, first, <laughs> first, she went first. No problem with her. I go after her. They stopped me. I'm like, damn. So I kind of slid through, real slid through. She didn't even see me. She was doing whatever. Because it is so funny. When you when that happened, my bag had got stuck on the belt. So I couldn't even see what he was doing. Man, I done turned. My, my bag was stuck on the freaking belt. I done turned all the way around so I could block what I was saying and block everything. And say, hey. I got a ring in the bag. Please don't take it out. <laughs> Just like that. Please don't take that ring. I got a ring in the bag. Come to find out, they wasn't even looking at the damn ring. It was lotion or something. They wanted to take it out. You didn't have it in a Ziploc bag. I told you, you have to put that in a Ziploc so bag. So that, that. But that works. was a funny, that was a huge <laughs> distraction because normally my nosy ass wouldn't like what's the problem what's wrong why y'all stopping right. him but I couldn't because yeah. my, my bag was nosy. stuck I had to and block I'm over off. here calling him I'm oh like Drell my bag is stuck on I the had to, I had to turn around and block off the view of the TSA agent so she couldn't see me and this agent talking <laughs> so, so she would have been like what's going on what, right. what happened and they go mess around and take the damn ring out and that, that would have been it well, you would have just had a guy on your knees right then and move. Nah, I wouldn't have needed that. Nah, uh. Nah, we, we had to catch the flight. No, no, no. So while I had that ring, we was there for maybe what, five days, maybe? Yeah. I didn't know when I was going to propose to her. Mm. So I said, the hell with it. I'm doing it tonight. The, hell the, with first, night. the first, first night. The first night. The first night. The hell with that. And I, we oh, about, so not even the fourth. I thought you was going to hit me with the last night. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> it was killing me. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was killing me. I was like, uh, we're going to do this tonight, damn it. <laughs> yeah, the hell with that. I man. didn't know what he was doing. I don't even think I said yes right away. I was just looking like. She was crying. Marquita was the same way. <laughs> Marquita, listen, so, so the way I proposed the week the week of that I was planning on proposing, um, I know, I, I, I think you know Gigi, right? Her other cousin. Oh, thank you. So. I had called Gigi at like six and five in the morning. I'm like, yo, she just left the house. I need to tell you something. I got a ring. She's like, oh, we're going to plan it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It was all planned out. Then a hiccup happened with one of the sisters. The sister was like, she she felt uh, she felt some kind of way because I didn't put her involved. But I'm like, Aww. if I would have told you, you probably would have slipped up and told her. That's yeah. why I told you know no, nobody knew. I told nobody. Yeah, only her parents knew. So I was like, it I is what tell it is. I ain't tell nobody. I you did told Remember, you said you told Tamaya. Yeah, I told I told her daughter. You know, what I'm saying I got I actually got her blessings from Tamaya. I ain't tell oh, nobody else knew. And Tamaya yeah, didn't so, even tell me. <laughs> so throughout the whole week, I was doing clues. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, go to the room, find this clue, then tomorrow you'll find another clue. So at the last day that I actually proposed, you know, she, uh, she her um, her cousin her her nephew her nephew's girlfriend came and did her nails. 
And I'm like, I was nervous. I was like, man, I don't, they don't, I don't understand. Know hey, they don't understand that pressure. How nervous you get. And she, was, she kept asking me, "Why you keep coming in here? Why you keep coming in here?" And I was like, "I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling." You know. So then the family came over. Everybody came over. My mama, my brother. We started getting down on spades. Bam, bam, bam. We playing spades. And I, and she was like, "Where's my last clue, babe? Where's my last clue?" I'm getting my clues today, right? Let's talk about it. Blah, blah, blah. I said, all right, babe, your last clue is hidden here and here and here. She went and found it. So it was a poem. Um, don't tell me to recite the poem because I don't remember it. <laughs> but the po- within the poem, it was uh, two different color inks. So the, the poem was in blue. Uh, no, the words were, the poem was in black, but the words were in red. So within the word that she was reading, she was just reading, 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 reading. And then the, her sister's like, wait, what is this red? Why are only certain words in red and certain letters? She was like, I don't know. Shoot. So they're like, man, turn the lights on, turn the lights on. She turned the light on and she was like, will you... M- <laughs> and, she, and everybody was like, are you going to say yes or no? Her dad was like, she say yes. She say yes. <laughs> oh, he answered first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a funny situation. Yeah. That happened. Good stuff. Well, we about, to, we about to wrap this up, man. I want to thank y'all for, for joining us. Yeah, we had fun with y'all. I'm telling you, I told y'all we gonna have some fun. The time went by very fast. We gotta, we definitely gotta do this again. But man. next time we gotta get y'all here I'm in person. You, absolutely, get some drinks. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm coming with a bottle of cognac. Oh, oh man, that's well, that's when all the story gonna come out. Then that's what <laughs> for real. All right, y'all, and everybody out there listening, um, if you have any stories you want to tell us, uh, leave an email at. Uh, the Thomas Gang 2020 at gmail.com. Again, the Thomas Gang 2020 at gmail.com. Again, check us out on YouTube. Uh, check us out on, follow us on IG. Um, what else? Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the listening platforms. Check out, follow us there. Uh, this was episode 35, and we are out.